Well, Jesus has my heart and the whiskey's got my liver Floating through life like a raft on a river I know what's right and I know what's wrong I know how to quit, Lord, it's been too long From How to Barbecue Right Studios in Hernando, Mississippi Rooster Production brings you Under the Water Tower Presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group And now, here are your hosts Matt Crane and Derek Big Lane. Morning, Matt. Morning, Derek. Today is Friday, June 25th. This will be uh, the last Friday before we take a week off. We're going to miss what uh, next Tuesday and next Friday shows back on the 6th. Absolutely. Back on July 6th, uh, ready to record. Guest host on July 6th. I'm not going to talk it up uh, really big. I'm just going to uh, – He's a nice. He's a nice guy. He's a nice guy. I, he's a nice guy. I got a text from him, and it's like, "Hey, man, you got to you got to kind of temper the uh, the talk." So, uh, you know, yeah, July sixth, Derek's going to be uh, finishing up his road trip. Uh, so we really uh, look forward to July sixth, sitting down, uh, get, take a couple of weeks off, I guess, or maybe three or four shows off, uh, so we can have some family time. So really excited about that, um, and kind of turn the page to our fall lineup: July, August, uh, principals coaches, football coming up, those type things. If you're interested in advertising on the UTW podcast, always reach out to us under the water tower info at gmail.com. That's under the water tower info at gmail.com. I met a really nice lady yesterday, owns a business here in town, uh, a really strong business that's getting, you know, just blowing and going, but she didn't know anything about the UTW podcast. So I had to talk to her and uh, Alderman Ben Piper happened to be walking by. So I said, Hey Ben, you know, help me out with this. Uh, let her know what the UTW podcast is. And he gave us uh, glowing reviews and we really appreciate that so excited to be a part of the hernando community alderman meetings football games sports schools all those stuff really really excited about the uh, utw podcast and the growth and we really appreciate the listeners appreciate the advertisers and uh derek i know you're looking forward to your trip i am uh as we mentioned on tuesday taking off sunday uh, just go have a good time having my father-in-law coming over. I'm going to have to do a little dog walking, and i got my neighbors watching out for my, my plants, put those worries away. and, and It's going to be a good time. Really excited. I mean, I, I had several people mention to me just since our show the other day, uh, talked about what a cool road trip that's going to be, all the different colleges. Again, it's no coincidence that the you know a lot of top five football programs, a lot of football programs uh, get, get looked at. So um, speaking of turning a page into the summer, into the fall, it is a wonderful time to be out looking for homes. If you're in the market to buy or sell a home in DeSoto County, now's a great time to reach out to our 2021 presenting sponsor. I'm speaking of Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. Team Couch possesses over 65 years of combined real estate experience. They are the number one team in residential real estate for well over 12 years. They possess over 25,000 closings since 2009. They have been ranked nationally as a top performing real estate team. They are full-time, full-service realtors, which simply means they are available whenever you need them. Brian and Terry are now offering a free, no obligation market analysis for your home. Learn the value of your home. Learn what's going on in your neighborhood. Learn what's going on within a mile radius of your home. Comps, what houses are listing for, what houses are selling for. All that information, Brian and Terry and their team can help you find it, help you make the right decision when it comes to working with a realtor. Right now, free, no obligation market analysis. You can give them a call at 662-449-1700. That's 662-449-1700. Or find them at teamcouch.com. That's teamcouch.com. Brian and Terry, we appreciate you being our 2021 presenting sponsor. Derek, I'm going to read the usual ad that thanks our 2021 studio sponsor. And then we're going to talk about something neat going on at the How to Barbecue Right Shop. They are located right here in Hernando, right on Memphis Street. 
This store has everything a man needs for barbecue, crawfish, and all other kinds of outdoor cooking. They have rubs, sauces, thermometers, cast iron, cutting boards, knives, and some really cool high-end smokers. If you've seen Malcolm's How to Barbecue Right YouTube videos, you need to stop by his shop today. You can give them a call at 662-912-9947. That's 662-912-9947. Find them on Facebook at H2Q Malcolm Shop. But the best thing to do is to visit the How to Barbecue Right shop located right here in Hernando on Memphis Street, not even a mile from the Hernando Square. Derek, tell me about something, an event going on this Saturday, and I chuckle, and you will understand that why. Listeners, you will understand that why. What's going on at the How to Barbecue Right shop this weekend? Matt, this was too good to say for the DeSoto County shout-outs. <laughs> this is our first shout-out. This is our first shout-out. It's very early in the show because – uh, going on tomorrow at Malcolm's Shop, How to Barbecue Right Studio right there on Whitfield Drive, Winterfest 2021. Absolutely. Is this the inaugural Winterfest? Or is this- Does not say inaugural. Okay. I, I would hope that we did not miss it last year. Now, this is the, the Winterfest 2021. If you did miss it last year, let me tell you what's going to go on. And again, I'm reading this from the poster. This is straight from the poster. Straight from the poster. What's going on at Winterfest 2021? All right. So first of all, this will bring everybody there. Free hot dogs. Okay. You're getting free hot dogs. Oh, this is- oh wait. This is Oh, this is a hot dog. Okay. My bad. This it's okay. a hot dog. It's a hot dog. So June 26th, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. 11 to 3. Okay. Free hot dogs right in the middle of the day, lunchtime. You're going to have a hot dog eating contest. There's going to be a guess how many hot dogs contest. There's going to be kids sidewalk chalk art contest. And Matt, finally, the wiener toss. The wiener toss contest. You're t- they're tossing wieners. Right. I am leaving town tomorrow or else I would be there sometime between 11 to 3. Man, I'm pretty sure you could win the wiener toss contest. <laughs> Podcast listeners, there are times every show where Derek and I wonder if we're, we're losing some of our uh, older listeners or or our, maybe our church going listeners. But uh, you know, brother David, we apologize. I, He's reading simply straight, reading, from the I'm reading straight from the poster. Wiener Fest at the How to Barbecue Right Shop, located on Memphis Street, happening eleven to three tomorrow, right here in Hernando. That sounds like I have a good time. Yes, it's corner yeah corner of Memphis Street and Whitfield Drive. The actual address is four ninety six Whitfield Drive. Uh, so please come by tomorrow. Support our sponsor. Sure. Uh, they support us monthly. Right. Uh, we really do appreciate them advertising with us and all that they do. They also bring a lot of business to Hernando. Just the, uh, his YouTube videos, right. you know, over millions of views. Uh, and again, and so let's show the support by showing up. They're going to be giving you hot dogs. You come see, patronize their store, go there, you know, buy their sauces, buy their rubs, buy their pickles, um, you buy a grill if you need a grill. Uh, but again, Winterfest tomorrow, 11 to 3. At least come for the free hot dogs and then stick around and see all of the stuff that they're going to have. It just sounds like a really good time. I hope we don't get any texts from other advertisers about, hey, you've talked about the How to Barbecue Right shop a little long. And the issue is, it, this is, a, this is a, a plug here. If any of our advertisers have something called the Wiener Fest, it's getting talked about. Yeah. I mean, look, <laughs> it was either now or go ahead and do the shout out because it's, exactly. it's, it's our first event. Absolutely. And what we're going to do over about four or five more events towards the end of the show. Yeah. But again, tomorrow, Wiener Fest 2021. Well, Derek, let's turn our attention to something that was probably not nearly as fun as the uh, Winterfest 2021. I had kind of a pop-up. What I figured out was I think some of the aldermen just couldn't stand it. They wanted to hear their name one more time on the UTW podcast. So we had a surprise meeting, an alderman meeting that happened a couple of days ago. Tell us what happened at the surprise alderman meeting on Tuesday. We did. We were notified this after our show on Tuesday. That's correct. That there would be a, a special uh, alderman meeting that night. Now, as you said, it's probably not as, not was, was not as fun, but it was as important because of something that took place during the meeting. I don't know kind of how this all works because, but, you know, since the minutes of the last meeting were done, two of the board members are returning. Mm -hmm. They couldn't get a majority to approve them. Like basically 
but five of them would have to recuse themselves because they were not actually part of the meeting. Actually, three. Three. So Natalie could, could have voted, Andrew could have voted, and Doc Harris could have voted. Which is not a majority. Not a majority. So they could not. So I'm wondering if they had to do that just for the, the minutes of the meeting now, of course. Sounds then you have this meeting that would have to now be approved at the next meeting. And besides approving the minutes, they did uh, allow the closing of Center Street on July 2nd for the 4th of July parade. And this is something that's happened for many, many years. I guess it may have slipped through the cracks. They forgot to do it. They basically just shut it down. Uh, on July 2nd, that'll be Friday, July 2nd. They'll come down Center Street, starting at the Baptist Church, sure. ending at the courthouse. They kind of go around the square, usually bikes and wagons. This is something, if you lived in Hernando, it's a, it's a great event. If you have it, again, look for it. Check the city's website. Um, again, it's just uh, it's a walking parade with bikes and wagons and just kind of decorate everything. So it's a great time. Do you think any pictures from there will be uh, on Instagram? I think it'll be on, yeah, probably uh, one to two. Do you think a picture of from will be two. on Hernando Happenings? I'm guessing it will be. <laughs> and then the last thing, and the, I guess the, the main part of the, the four-and-a-half-minute meeting. Yes, this is awesome. Is that they want to do a special recognition for Waste Connections employee Craig White. Now, Waste Connections is hired by the city to pick up our trash weekly. And Craig White, who works for them, uh, basically performed a heroic measure uh, back on St. Patrick's Day. So on March 17th, if you remember, we had really, really bad storms come through here, and there was a a lightning bolt that struck a house in Notting Hill that was the home of Jim and Ann Goss. Jim and Ann Goss, so their house was hit by a lightning strike uh, early that morning, probably around 6 a.m.-ish. Uh, That's correct. Yes. I remember it because I live about, we live about a mile and a half away yep. from Notting Hill, and it sounded like it was in my backyard. I actually looked outside to make sure it didn't hit one of my trees. I mean, it's one of those things where the lightning and the thunder hits at the same time really loud. And it hit their house. Ann and their daughter were away. Jim was the only one at home, and I think I believe Jim was in the shower when it happened. So he didn't really he heard it. Obviously, I'm sure he felt it, but realized, okay, what's in my backyard? No big deal. Actually, though, it struck. It had been burning for about probably 30 minutes. They they assume around 30 minutes in the attic. The as the trash man's coming around, it just happened to be a Wednesday. Trash man's coming around, sees the smoke coming out of the attic, knocks on the door, knocks on the door till Jim comes to the door and says, "Hey, man, your house is on fire," and got him out. They were able to get the fire trucks there pretty quickly. Uh, most of the damage was in the attic. Not you know, there's a lot of smoke damage. Maybe be in the upper floors of the house, but most of the damage was in the attic, so they're able to save a lot of their heirlooms and stuff like that. So just a really well done job by Craig to notice that, to get out there, and to uh, to get Jim out of the house, and to, you know to save a lot of their valuables. And so they wanted to recognize him, and they did. Sure. They gave him a some type of certificate, maybe a gift certificate, not sure. You couldn't really tell what it was, but they did give him something. They rewarded everybody, stood up and clapped for him. Just a really you know just a a good thing that somebody that's been employed by the city uh, can be recognized for doing a heroic deed. You and I know Jim and Ann. Uh, you and I know what a wonderful family. You know, we'll talk more about Lauderdale Insurance. Ann's maiden name is Lauderdale. Uh, it's funny, Jim and Ann's uh, insurance guy. We actually know him. Uh, you'll hear his name yes, shortly. Yes, actually, Sam was there. <laughs> Sam was at the meeting too. Right. Uh, he wasn't in the, the photo that made the papers and stuff, but he was at the meeting. Uh, just also tell you know, tell him very thank you very much for what yeah. you've done. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, like you said, Ann and Easton were out of town, but Jim was there, so the opportunity for him to do the right thing and do a good good deed was uh, was that was awesome. And congratulations to him. So. It's a great thing. And now we can bang the gavel on Mayor Ferguson's That's right. term, Jeff Hobbs, Kathy Brooks, uh, Gary Higdon, and Mike McClendon. Uh, they all either stepping away or, or, or did not win election. And so we did, again, want to thank them like we did a couple weeks ago. Yeah, absolutely. So July 6th will be the first meeting of the new board. July 1st officially turns to the new chapter, the second Chip Johnson administration. Chip Johnson was the mayor for uh, Fernando for 12 years and now going to turn the page and get a second opportunity uh, to – 
you know, be the CEO of the city of Fernando, which a lot of that's a very, very rare that somebody will get that opportunity again. Good luck to all those people. Uh, definitely going to talk more about the Hernando Alder meeting July 6th on our new uh, July 6th show. So, uh, you know, congratulations again to the gentlemen uh, that saved the day there for Jim and Ann's home. Jim and Ann are good friends of ours, and we definitely appreciate everybody uh, being safe. Derek, let's talk about something. So that's really all we had to talk about city-wise. We're going to give some shout-outs here in a minute, some good, good things going on this weekend. But let's talk about statewide. Uh, one of the big things uh, over the last year, year have been the unemployment measures, the extra unemployment benefits, unemployment things that have happened uh, statewide, national news, all that kind of stuff. All the funds didn't necessarily go what it's for. Tell us about it. No, the an audit that was released Tuesday, again, after our show, uh, showed that Mississippi had, s- had sent out $117 million in improper jobless benefits in the fiscal year 2020 during the state's unprecedented unemployment hike brought on by the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, this is through June of 2020. So this isn't oh, a full year God. since then. So Wait, full so year- you're telling me they've already done, hey, June of 2020, we have sent out $117 million unemployment benefits incorrectly. That is correct. Oh, my God. So basically that would have been from It'll March, be March to June. So that was only three months. It'll be triple that. March to June. Uh, this represents 5.5% of the more than $2.1 billion unemployment benefits issued in Mississippi during last year. The prior year when conditions were more stable and the labor office uh, issued $59.6 million or 3% of the payments were improper. So it went from 3% to five and a half percent because of in that th- basically they're not three month time span due to COVID. The auditor said that the Mississippi Department of Employment Security suspended or bypassed internal controls as the federal government instructed and permitted in order to administer the massive amounts of benefits many Mississippians needed to withstand the economic fallout of the pandemic. So Usually there are control measures in place, obviously. And so the traditional employment uh, insurance system contains an exhaustive list of like questions sure. that claimants must answer and a process by which agency employees verify that the information is accurate and that some of these things are they contact their employers to see if they have left their job or they were let go from the job. But the process can be long, causing long delays for people with legitimate claims who desperately need timely assistance to keep afloat after losing their jobs through no fault of their own. So it was pushed out. The, the money started coming in those three months, and they said, look, just skip it. You know, if, yeah. you, if you don't have time to call the employers, you know, you're, we're losing. I mean, we went to almost, what, 20% unemployment right. you know, briefly. And so they're saying, just go ahead and get the money out, get the money out. Well, because we've lost those internal controls, which sometimes take a couple months to get done in order to finally say, yeah, you sign off for, for unemployment, we, we lost $117 million in, uh, in funds. Like you said, when we say loss, were you improper benefits, That's meaning right. never, I mean, they're gone, of course, or whatever, but they were just sent. They were sent to people that should not have gotten well, it. Dead people, somebody, whatever. Companies, people, fake wow. people. Uh, just they, they said, hey, look, I need this money, and they didn't call. They may have still been working. Sure. I don't know whether they may have a fake dummy company, whatever, wow. um, or, or dummy person set up that they're receiving these things. But they, they figured out after the audit, $117 million, and again, They'll have to do an audit for this next this year. Right. So come sometime, I would say maybe around January, a little later, maybe during the session next year, we may find out what it has been for the entire of the 2021 session. It's a lot of money. That's a lot. 117 million dollars. That's a lot of money. But like you just said, the typical when when Mississippi's at its best, it's right at three percent, which is 59 million. Right. With three percent, uh, you know, incorrect or or not right. So the fact that it went up to that, that's that's tremendous. That's that's interesting. But I am not surprised by that because there were so many people working from home and all that kind of stuff and, and I get the state of Mississippi just probably well, said and, and, just and, open, and again, the, open the floodgates and go that means 94 and a half percent were legitimate Correct. <laughs> so 94 and a half you know percent of this of these you know billions of dollars were legitimate 
five and a half percent or not, people are always going to work the system. There are going to be sure. cooks out there trying to warm in there. There are going to be people trying to get extra paychecks for nothing. Yeah. And that should not surprise anybody. Obviously, five and a half percent is a little high. You would rather sit in that two percent range. Uh, but unfortunately, it did ramp up, and it'll be interesting to see what the number is for this year. Well, Derek, we're going to talk about something else state-related. We're going to discuss a lawsuit that was filed in the state of Mississippi. You notice Derek and I do not talk a lot about national things and, and so forth. We try and let things get a little bit closer to us or that affect Mississippi or a part of Mississippi. And when I saw this on my, you know, a website I look at the other day, I clicked on it and, and said, hey, let's talk about it. So we're going to visit, give us some information about a lawsuit that was filed in the state of Mississippi just this week. Man, I will. And I think another reason that we're bringing this up is because we want to make sure people actually read sure. what it's about. Because you, you, you see the headline, you, you kind of get caught up in it. Or what does this mean? And I can't believe this is happening. But so that's why we're here. We're going to uh, kind of discuss this issue with sure. the license plate. So American atheists have filed a lawsuit against Mississippi over the states in God we trust license plate that have been standard on the vehicle's license plate since 2019. The lawsuit, which is filed in the U.S. District Court, for the Southern District of Mississippi demands that the state government offer an alternative plate at no additional fee. So first of all, let's, they're not suing for money. Correct. They're not suing for the removal of it. Correct. They're, they're suing for an alternative plate that doesn't cost them anything. Right, because in order to get an alternative plate, they currently have to pay for a personalized tag. Right. Just like if you wanted to put Wienerfest... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I whatever. That, that's I'm just toy. saying, whatever. Well, like, you don't want Ole Miss. Uh, yeah. If you want St. Jude, okay, anything see, yeah. like that. I mean, you have to. That's a personal. Or you want to put, you know, UTW. TikTok. No, 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 no. UTW, UTW pod. Yeah, exactly. UTW pod on right. the thing. TikTok on the right. whatever. That those all cost sure. thirty five to fifty five dollars depending right. on the sure. organization. Uh, and so they have to pay that to get a tag that does not have and God we trust on sure. it. So they're not asking again to have that removed. They're not asking to shut it down. They're not asking for the seal to be removed Correct. from the state of Mississippi. Because the, the in God we trust is actually part of the seal that's, right. that's on our new license plate that simply started in 2019. Mm-hmm. And they, they, just want, they just want an option that maybe is a magnolia. You know, we had a magnolia before. Sure we did. Magnolia did not say that. And yep. they said, bring that back and we'll, pay, we'll, we'll right. take that one. Right. Uh, and so give that's us, give us the extra ones. There's probably a million extra ones. And their complaint you know, accuses the Mississippi Commissioner of Revenue uh, of violating non-religious people's freedom of speech and religion right. by forcing them to display this religious message on their private property. Mm-hmm. So again, I mean, I, you know, whether you're, you know, uh, an atheist or not, whether you're, you know, we, most of the listeners are probably are Christian, they're not saying anything about that on your car. They said, this is my private car. Sure. I don't believe, you know, in God or in any type of God, and therefore I don't think I should have to say that on my license tag, which is my personal property. It again, we want to make sure this is said twice. It does not challenge the constitutionality of the national motto or the current seal of the Mississippi. Correct. So it's not saying that America's national motto of and God we trust, right. and, or the current seal is constitutional or non-constitutional, does not bring that at all. It's literally just about, hey, can we have another license plate we don't have to uh, pay for? So it's not a uh, they're coming after God situation. No, not, not, <laughs> not one of those. Now, I, I, you know, so you, you see all this and you understand where they're coming from. I, I hope that you understand where they're coming from. Now, the Attorney General Lynn Fitch has said that she is prepared to defend the state and that they're reviewing the complaint and look forward to defending Mississippi's law against special interest professional litigators. So it sounds like the state will fight it uh, instead of offering a free plate. I, I don't know. Man, I'm gonna be honest, I don't know how I feel about that because it seems like you know, you're, now you're spending taxpayers' money. I understand that we want a, a uh, uniform plate sure. that when you're out of town and you see the plates. But, you know, if you have – there's always going to be a kind of a mixed match of plates anyway because, you know, if, if they do one for next year – Half of us will have this plate. Half of us have a new plate for at least a year um, until you get your next tag, and then you know, then you can go, or time to get your sticker, and they give you another tag. So, 
again, I, I you know I'm not. I, I understand where they're coming from. It is free speech, and if you're going to have it one way, you got to have it both ways. And you know, as long as they're not asking, saying this is not constitutional, or asking it to be removed everywhere, I, you know, I, I don't know really. Uh, you know, I'm kind of neutral about it, to be honest. You know, Derek, you and I are pretty level, even playing field people. That's part of something we wanted to bring to the podcast from a standpoint of, of kind of what our thoughts are. And, again, I don't believe they're coming after In God We Trust. You just read that. They're not, they're not coming, uh, you know, after that. Most people, most podcast listeners know that I own a car rental company, so I would venture to say I buy more uh, license plates than most. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm buying, you know, I've probably bought 20 to 25 license plates in the last year. Uh, very familiar with a license plate. And, so, and, and you know, it's a license plate. I had to, I started looking really hard over the last three days ever since I you know, first clicked on that to take a look at it and see how hard you have to work to see in God we trust. And you really do have to work hard. But I do understand what those people are saying because, again, part of Christianity is not everyone's going to believe like we do. Right, and that's that's, and that's part, their right. That's, that's their, their right. right, exactly. That's, that's their that, right as an American. That's their right as well. That's their right as humans. I mean, not everybody's going to, you know, pretty interesting. Uh, we'll keep you up to speed on that type of stuff. But again, Derek and I are both encouraging you to, uh, you podcast listeners, hey, go click on it, read it, read what they're talking about, those type of things. Educate yourself. Uh, maybe don't get your news from Facebook and so. Well, you it's know, just when you see the clickbait that says clickbait, you know, exactly. uh, atheists trying to take. You know, in God we trust off tags. Exactly. That's literally not what they're doing. They're no. asking for an option. No. That's it. Well, Derek, this became a, a pretty big topic, you know, after the last campaign, okay, last campaign, uh, discussing those very words. In God we trust were discussed and talked about, uh, those type of things. So that became, you know, a pretty big part of the campaign. But again, go click on it, read it. Uh, don't just uh, follow whatever. Just go check out, educate yourself on that, and uh, we'll keep you up to speed on those type things going on right here in the state of Mississippi. Well, that ra- kind of wraps up local news, local meetings, and it wraps up our state stuff. If the stuff we're talking about are lawsuits in Mississippi or stuff like that are just too much for you, and you're ready to take a family vacation, reach out to Sue Ellen and Ann Christopher of Magical Destinations of Fernando. Whether it's that trip to Disney World, Universal Studios, the Gulf Coast, the East Coast, college tours, anywhere north, south, east, and west, reach out to Sue Ellen and Ann Christopher. They can help you plan the trip of your dreams. They work to get you the best rates with headache-free planning. Magical Destinations is locally owned and operated right here in Hernando. Give them a call today to start planning your magical getaway. You can reach Sue Ellen and Ann Christopher at 662-469-6304. That's 662-469-6304. Or check out their Facebook and Instagram page at Magical Destinations Unlimited. That's Magical Destinations Unlimited on Facebook and Instagram. North Point Christian School continues to enroll for 2021-2022 school year as some grades are getting close to capacity. PK, JK, 3rd grade, 8th grade, and ninth grade are close to being full. Come and see why families in three states, 28 cities, and 41 zip codes have made North Point DeSoto County's largest and most desirable Christ-centered college preparatory school. North Point is honored to have been voted DeSoto's best middle school and DeSoto's best high school by the DeSoto Times Tribune. Come and see why they have been voted best. Contact Sheila Sharon at 662-349-5127. Again, 662-349-5127. Or email her at s-s-h-e-r-o-n at ncstrojans.com and schedule your personal tour. Don't delay. Call today. As we mentioned moments ago, Jim and Ann Goss were very appreciative of having a good insurance guy. And that insurance guy is Lauderdale Insurance Agency. Lauderdale Insurance Agency is your local State Farm provider. They are located at 11 West Commerce Street, directly across from the Hernando Post Office. 
Lauderdale Insurance is owned and operated by Sam Lauderdale, former alderman and longtime resident of Hernando. His team specializes in insurance for life, home, business, and auto. Mr. Sam encourages you to compare coverage, service, and price, but feels confident Lauderdale Insurance Agency should be your insurance provider. Please call Sam, Sherry, Angie, or Jennifer at 429-5213. That's 429-5213. Or find them on Facebook at Lauderdale Insurance Agency. Again, that's Lauderdale Insurance Agency on Facebook. Since 2001, Green King Spray Services has been helping home and business owners enjoy lush, healthy, weed-free outdoor living spaces. They refuse to settle for the status quo, continuously researching and testing the very latest methods, products, and strategies to ensure your lawn looks better than the other guys. With technicians trained and educated with hours of continuing education and seminars each year, Green King is committed to doing everything they can to make and keep you satisfied. You can reach them at 662-892-8419. Again, 662-892-8419. Or visit them on their website at greenkingspray.com. They're my spray service, and they should be your spray service. And remember, if you want it green, call the king. Well, Derek, this is our last uh, Friday show of June, and uh, also on Fridays, what do we do? We talk about the DeSoto County shout-outs. DeSoto County shout-outs have become a really big part of our uh, Friday show. I guess we've been doing them now since uh, spring break, give or take. Yeah, we've been like adding that. them, uh, and especially as the sports kind of tapered off, sure. we added more and more. So, yeah, yeah about three months. Right, because we definitely want to uh, shine a light on some positive things, fun things going on in the city of Fernando, county-wide, those type things. We've already mentioned Wienerfest again. Tomorrow at the How to Barbecue Right shop, 11 to 3 right there on memphis street gonna be an awesome time but look let's talk about fireworks Derek. thursday july 1st in hernando the fireworks show it will be at the baseball field and if you want some more fireworks on the fourth snowden baseball field will be kicking off a fireworks show you know darren muscle white and those guys are gonna do it right up there for sure um i'll be back in town i'm thinking about going up there and, and, and seeing that one because i'm oh, gonna miss nice. it on the first yeah i mean yeah especially and we're gonna miss it unfortunately May have to just catch it on the road somewhere. Maybe we'll see one off in the distance when we're driving at night. Exactly. Um, but, no, I think that will be great. Uh, and, again, uh, the only one last year was South Haven. And so they're actually bringing theirs back again. So they never missed a year. Hernando did uh, take off last year for their fireworks show. So glad to have it back. And, remember, there is no time. It's dusk. Yeah. I would say get it out there about an hour to 45 minutes before dusk. Go ahead and get your parking space. Get your blankets out. Get your chairs out. Sit in your truck bed, whatever you want to do. Uh, and then get ready for, for a wonderful, you know, usually 20, 30-minute show. I am going to give a little bit of a shout-out. Speaking of fireworks, uh, Brian Couch, our t- uh, team Couch of Birch Realty Group, our presenting sponsor, owns a fireworks stand between Batesville and Oxford. It's called Crazy Rob's Fireworks. Owns a fireworks stand right there between Batesville and Oxford. If you're looking for fireworks, looking for great deals, looking for, uh, you know, a, a great tradition for your family, take the drive down to Crazy Rob's Fireworks, smack dab between Batesville and Oxford. If you tell Brian and Stacy that you're from Hernando and that they know you dri- you've driven in order to do business with them, I guarantee you they're going to do something special for you. Bag up, bag up, bag up, Terry. Put it in reverse, Terry. Put it in reverse. Oh, Lord. Lord, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Oh, Jesus. What the what, what you doing, Terry? Terry, what's the what? Oh, my God! Oh, my God!
Tell him you drove from Hernando. I'm sure Brian and Stacy will take care of you. Uh, just a shout out to him when it comes to fireworks. Derek, Friday, July 2nd, first Friday back porch party at the DeSoto Arts Council. Cute little white building right there off the square on Highway 51. Right there, DeSoto Arts Council. Derek, anything special going on? Uh, they have the Mississippi Youth Symphony. That's, that's right. going to be that's singing right. that night. So they'll be there. So it should be a beautiful uh, thing. I remember if you're a member, you get, I think, one or two drink tickets free. Sure. Uh, if not, they're $5 for a ticket. Go in there and just hope it's a beautiful night. We'll go out back, sit, listen to the uh, Memphis Youth Symphony. They're bringing in. Uh, should just be a wonderful, you know, beautiful show. First Friday back porch party at the DeSoto Arts Council, Friday, July 2nd. Great way to kick off your uh, July 4th weekend. Derek, Kids Art Camp. Again, affiliated with the DeSoto Arts Council. Tell us about that one. God, this is yeah. The Kids Summer Art Camp is sponsored by the DeSoto Arts Council. It's going to be July 12th through the 16th. So July 12th through the 16th at Victory Baptist Church on Highway 51 South. Uh, these are for children ages 6 through 12. So any kids ages 6 through 12 can join the art camp. Uh, the cost is $150 for members. Non-members, it's $175. Uh, there are limited scholarships available. For students based on need. So please, if you think that you would love for your kid to do that but can't quite write the check for $150 or $175, please contact Jacqueline, uh, the executive director uh, at the Arts Council. She'll be able to talk to you about that. And basically, this year's camp is inspired by the works of Matisse. All classes are taught by local artists. Children will learn about Matisse, create sculptures, uh, serographs, paintings, three-dimensional works, multimedia art, and create an original tie-dye T-shirt and participate in performance art. That's a lot to do in five Absolutely. days. Absolutely. So hey, what time does that start? What All right, time? so it's Monday through Thursday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. So if it's four days, and then the Friday will be the closing presentation. So basically you, the sure. parents can come up there and see what the kids did right. all week from 3 to 4.30 p.m. Again, Monday through Thursday, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. Friday will be the presentation, 3 to 4.30 p.m., and lunch will be provided the four days that they're working. So the 150 for members, 175 for non-members includes a lunch for the four days. And then on Friday from 3 to 4.30 is when the parents come, take a look at everything, get your T-shirts, or, you know, tie-dye T-shirts, all that kind of stuff. DeSoto Arts Council, they absolutely they do a wonderful job. I know you're on the board, Derek. Uh, thank you for that. They do a wonderful job. Uh, you know, you said July 12th through the 16th is the dates. Something else going on during that week the Crew of Fernando Golf Tournament, the Crew of Fernando Golf Tournament inaugural tee off for teachers. Hopefully, something's going to grow and grow and grow. Had an opportunity to rent a car to uh, Miss Jerry Hill. Uh, Jerry works for the DeSoto County Schools. Uh, we visited a little bit about the tournament. She said they're very excited. Uh, looking forward. All proceeds go towards Hernando Teachers. The Hernando Teachers grants given out by the DeSoto Economic Council. We go and try and fund as many of those grants as possible. If you are a golfer, the teams are full. The, the tournament is full for this year. 21 teams. We set, we set aside for 20. 21 teams are full. If your business would like to be a whole sponsor, $100 whole sponsor. You will not be paired with another person like you. Uh, and then $500 tent sponsors. You will be allowed to set up a tent on the golf course, uh, visit, mingle, talk to the golfers as they come by. It's an opportunity to, uh, you know, if, you, if, you're, if you have a tent for your company that has your logo on it, uh, you know, it's, it's a, a wonderful day. All proceeds go to Hernando Teachers. Thursday, July 15th, the inaugural tee-off for teachers uh, presented by the crew of Fernando. So it's going to be an awesome time. And then the next night. The next night will be the second water tower sessions. Yep. Second water tower sessions, not not annual, not we don't, not quarter, we'll just say second annual. I mean, uh, second water tower sessions will be uh, at the courtyard. 
the Panola Street Courtyard, which is right there behind ACs, behind the Community Foundation, uh, just like it was last time. It's going to be a wonderful, beautiful Friday night. Going to be the doors are going to open at seven thirty. The show will start sometime around eight thirty. There will be kind of an, inter- an introduction act by Devin, who did it last time. Did a wonderful job. He'll be up there again, kind of performing as people come in. Then at eight thirty, we're going to have Grace Askew. Mallory Everett and Stephen Michael up there performing, uh, telling their stories, telling how the songs were written, how they got the ideas, what it means to them, kind of how they came to them. And if you came last time, you know what we're talking about. You're gonna, it's going to be about a, I mean, anywhere from two to three hours. They'll, t- they'll take a small break about halfway through, but just a wonderful evening. Trying to limit it to around 150 tickets. So please, the tickets are going fast. We've already sold some tables, uh, VIP tables, just like last time. We will have, for those of y'all that came last time, and for those of y'all that are asking, we will have porta potties uh, available this time so kind of cut down a little bit on no, the we're, gonna, we're gonna have porta potties for the guys for the porta potty for the guys <laughs> so, yeah, porta potties that, yeah. For the guys. and then the girl the, the women will use the uh, bathroom that we have sure uh, and then we'll have bar backs this yep. is bring bring your own beer bring your own wine bring your own cokes whatever you want to drink uh, we will have bar backs available the cups sprites cokes waters that sort of thing but please bring whatever you want to bring but understand that once the, the show starts at 8 30 lights are going to kind of dim a little bit all the focus is going to go on the stage and really just we minimize kind of all movement and that sort of thing we really want to focus and give the artist uh, our attentions as they go through just the, you know, telling about, you know, they, they wrote all these songs they wrote. There are no covers. These are all songs written by them, sung by them, and, you know, put out by them on Spotify, on different uh, streaming services you can find. So, again, just going to be a wonderful evening. Really looking forward to the second Water Tower Sessions Friday, July 16th. Again, Grace Askew, A-S-K-E-W, Mallory Everett, M-A-L-L-O-R-Y, E-V-E-R-R-E-T-T. I believe so, yes. And then Stephen Michael, which most of our listeners know and have paid attention to Stephen, did such a good job last time uh, for the uh, you know inaugural, the first Water Tower Sessions. Looking forward to a great time. Remember, just like last time, a portion of the proceeds will go to the DeSoto Arts Council. So if that's something that's important to you, we are giving back to the community, giving to the DeSoto Arts Council that does such a good job, like we talked about a few months ago with the younger people and art and bringing art here to, the, uh, to, to Hernando. So those are our DeSoto County shout outs. Look, if you have something that you'd like for us to talk about, and I'm not talking about a yard sale or anything like that. But if you have something, a nonprofit that you'd like, that something's going on, uh, we may not be able to get to all of them, but send us an email under the water tower info at gmail.com. That's under the water tower info at gmail.com. Send us the flyer. Let us take a look at it and stuff, and we'll try and fit it in for our DeSoto County shout outs when we come back the first week of July. So uh, we really appreciate all the uh, shout outs and all the support of the people, the local people that are uh, frequent the, the, the different shout outs that we do. Speaking of supporting and speaking of going to different events that we talk about, one thing, one of our favorite advertisers that we talk about that is very successful and that our listeners certainly enjoy is the Hernando Farmer's Market. The Hernando Farmer's Market brings together the best of local food, artistry, and the agricultural traditions of the Mid-South. It's a place to shop. It's a place to gather. But more importantly, it's a rare chance to experience the simplicity of a Mississippi small town. It is truly a fresh local experience. For any information about the Hernando Farmers Market, you can contact Gia Matheny, the Community Development Director, at 662-449-9092. That's 662-449-9092. Derek, since this is our last show for the next two Saturdays, let's uh, highlight on June 26th, the Magnolia Brass Band is expected to perform. The July 3rd Market will be another patriotic-themed entertainment for the 4th of July. July 3rd, they will be offering burgers again with the Army National Guard. The Army National Guard Band will perform between 9 a.m. and 10 a.m. 
Then local musicians, Stephen Michael and Devin Yannick, will perform. We just mentioned Stephen and Devin just moments ago. So get out there on July 3rd, special day, patriotic weekend, right here in Hernando. So please get out and support one of the best farmer's markets in the state, maybe the entire South, the Hernando Farmer's Market, one of our favorite advertisers. Well, Matt, before I go to the next ad, so what we're saying is we can do, on the first, you can watch fireworks in Hernando. Mm -hmm. Second, you could be in a walking parade for Hernando. The third, you can go listen to the uh, celebration on the farmer's market. Right. Uh, And then on the fourth, we can drop to South Haven for Fourth of July fireworks. I would say there's a lot going on under the water tower for you to enjoy. Yes. That's a a, a wonderful Fourth of July weekend. So please take advantage of that. Something else you take advantage of is the wonderful service by DeSoto Family Dental Care. DeSoto Family Dental Care has been a presence under the water tower with over 60 years of combined dental experience. Dr. Seymour, Dr. Paroli, and Dr. Trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. The practice is open Monday through Friday, providing hygiene appointments and general dentistry, including implants and implant-supported dentures, as well as Invisalign. DFDC makes use of modern technology such as digital scanning, intraoral cameras, digital x-rays, and autoclave sterilization. An in-house lab allows your dentist to be fully involved in the lab process and the end result. The office is designed to provide a safe, comfortable and relaxing atmosphere for their patients you can be confident that the goal of each staff member is to create a comfortable environment to provide you with relaxing personalized dental care visit their office today to see the difference and give them a call at 662-429-5239 again 662-429-5239 they are the dentist of the utw podcast and they should be yours podcast brought to you by williams services Williams Services is a veteran-owned and operated business with years of experience in lawn care, landscaping, mulching, and more. Owner Richard Williams and his team can assist you with a multitude of outdoor home needs. As I say each show, if you're looking for someone to mow your lawn weekly, bi-monthly, tree trimming, leaf removal, any type of outdoor home need that you might have at your home, please reach out to Richard and his team today at 662-292-8855. That's 662-292-8855. Or find Richard on Facebook at Williams Lawn Services. That's Williams Lawn Services on Facebook. Richard and I actually visited earlier this week, and he wanted me to share a couple of things about his company. Williams Services is hiring. Williams Services offers a fast-paced environment at mostly commercial properties. Pay will depend on experience. They must be able to work a 12-hour day. They must be able to pass a drug and alcohol test, must have reliable transportation, and must have a good, positive work ethic. That's the kind of person that Richard and his team are looking for. Job will entail weed eating, edging with string trimmer, backpack blowers, and operating zero turns. They will teach you what you need to know. So if you or anyone you know is looking for a job, looking for an opportunity to begin a career, or looking for a job in landscape services, reach out to Richard and his team at 662-292-8855. Again, Williams Services is hiring. Thank you, Richard, for being our longtime advertiser. Last but not least is our newest advertiser, North Mississippi Dumpsters. North Mississippi Dumpsters is a local small business that's open seven days a week. They offer fantastic prices, which you can learn of at DeSotoDumpsters.com. That's DeSotoDumpsters.com. They service DeSoto, 
Tate, Marshall, and Tunica counties. They not only accommodate professionals in real estate, house flipping, landscapers, new construction, renovations, and business disposal, but also want to focus on homeowners who need to clean out their houses, yards, attics, or basements. They carry 13 and 20 yard roll off dumpsters that are carefully loaded and unloaded as to not cause any damage to your driveway. You can call them at 901-299-0916. That's 901-299-0916. But the best thing to do is to visit their website, desotodumpsters.com, for pricing, booking, pickup, anything you can think of dumpster-related. Look them up at desotodumpsters.com. Derek, a pretty basic show today, kind of wrapping up our gene, wrapping up, let's just say wrapping up our spring and summer as we we turn the page to summer number two or second summer. August will be a year that you and I have been doing this, and this is kind of a break for, you know, you and I, we had Christmas break, of course, but we did shows, uh, a lot of shows, you know, in December. What have you been most surprised by the first part of, uh, you know, the Under the Water Tower podcast? I think that we've, uh, the repeat listeners, yeah. I'm most surprised that we've been able to, now that I think about it real quick, because you did spring this question on me, <laughs> uh, I think that what I'm most surprised about is what people like out of the show. Sure. Many, many people really do appreciate us listening to and watching the Alderman meetings mm-hmm. and reporting the information. So I think that didn't realize that, you know, nobody really wants to, it's hard to put in the time to watch it. It's also hard to show up on Tuesday nights. But I think that people are really interested in it. And I think a lot of more people are involved. You know, not Hernando Happiness does a good job posting things too. I mean, it's not just us, but I think there are a lot more people who have found easier access to what goes on in the city and have really appreciated sure. us to bring in that. So I think that the, that will, that's very surprising that there are a lot of, uh, I guess, city nerds like me that really like to pay attention to what's going on and uh, kind of what makes the uh, heartbeat of the city go and uh, how they can, you know, maybe affect some change, which I think the election showed. Right. I would agree with that. Uh, yeah. Your daughter actually watched my daughter the other night, came down on a Tuesday night, and I said, what's your dad doing or your parents doing? Uh, well, my mom's doing this and my dad's watching the Alderman meeting. <laughs> so, again, not a whole lot of, uh, you know, not a whole lot of fun, but hey, neat for her to see you uh, enjoying and seeing you paying attention to civic things. Because look, we live in a great city. We live in a great place. And, uh, you know, you and I started this podcast to shine, uh, not about negative stuff, but man, the positive things. Mm-hmm. We live in an awesome town, Hernando, Mississippi. And we're going to do our best to be a part of that as long as we can. Uh, really and truly, as long as um, it doesn't feel like a job. And I, 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 don't, I don't think it does. No, uh, I enjoy doing this. I enjoy it because it helps to educate myself. Sure. There's some times where I just don't want to, you know, maybe I kind of, I don't know, space out and just don't really want to pay attention to what's going on. But like, wait a minute, that's that's important. You right. know, what, what's going on? And I'm really looking forward to the new board, the direction that they're right. going. I think they're right. going to bring a lot of newness to the city. And again, there have been some things we probably missed on. Uh, we're probably a little behind you know, with the growth of Hernando, where we need to be infrastructure-wise. I think everybody would agree with that. Uh, and other things. And so I'm very interested to see what happens over the next four years with this board. Uh, again, we're not going to be South Haven, okay? So I don't, we're not going to have uh, the money that they have anytime soon. But but, you know, there are wonderful things that we can do, and I think that I'm looking forward to, you know, they were put in there to change what they implement uh, that can set the city up for the next 10, 20 years uh, based on that. So I think there's a lot of more people are paying attention than they were when we moved here. I mean, yeah. no, I mean, I couldn't have told you who my alderman was. Sure. I didn't know who Gary Higdon was when I moved here. You know, now I think that many, many people are aware through our podcast and other other sources about what's going on. I would venture to say, like you said, people are paying attention more now than ever. We might not have known our Alderman 
every alderman I know talks to me when they see me now. Yeah. They talk to me about the podcast, whether I interviewed them in the campaign or you did. So we're definitely, you know, growing every day. That shows in our listeners, shows in the people that are emailing us about advertising. Got some awesome stuff coming up when Derek and I come back from vacation. Really looking forward to July, August. Derek and I love young people. We enjoy football. We enjoy sports. We enjoy schools and all that kind of stuff. So really looking forward to that. And, uh, you know, can't wait for that. And look, if you enjoy what you hear each and every Tuesday and Friday from the UTW Podcast, find us on Facebook at UTW Podcast on Instagram at UTW Podcast, and on Twitter at UTW Pod. That's UTW Pod on Twitter. Wherever you can hear our voice, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, give us a five-star review. Give us a five-star review. And remember, if you give us a five-star review, we will read your name on here. Uh, there, the, <laughs> we actually know the gentleman that said, was it W Pizza? The W Pizza. W Pizza. And so when I told him, I was like, hey, did you hear the, the we mentioned you on the show the other day? I thought that was you. And he goes, wait a minute, W Pizza? He's like, is that what it says? He had no idea that it was W Pizza is the name was his name on the uh, you know the, the, the five-star review or whatever. So give us a five-star review. Let us know what you think about the show. Remember, if you give us a five-star review, you'll get a shout-out. If you give us a one-star review, you'll get a shout-out. So uh, just saying. If you enjoy our show and you care about different things going on in the eastern side of DeSoto County, Center Hill area, Olive Branch area, Lewisburg, look for our brother podcast, OB Pod. Really simple. OB Pod stands for Olive Branch. They could, they do a really good job. Early Monday morning, release a show all about Olive Branch. OB Pod, find them. Well, Derek, I've enjoyed our first 10 months on the UTW podcast as we continue to grow. Seems like every time I talk with somebody about our show, there's five people that have never heard of it. So we got a lot. We still got a lot of work <laughs> oh, no, to we do. Got a lot of work so to share, do. share, share. Tell people all about it. Friends, family, anybody you can as we continue to grow. Support our advertisers. Good luck to the How to Barbecue Right shop on the Winterfest 2021. <laughs> got to finish with that, right? <laughs> just, a, just another time. And again, happy uh, 4th of July to everybody out there. We won't be back till after the 4th. So happy 4th of July. As we say, for all holidays, remember what it's for. I mean, this is independence for America, and that's independence for all people. So uh, happy 4th of July. I hope it's safe. I hope it's happy. I hope you're surrounded by wonderful family and friends, and I just look forward to coming back to you on the 6th. Absolutely. Happy 4th of July, everybody. Well, Derek, if there's nothing else, I'm Matt. And I'm Derek. Join us next time under the water tower. On the road again. Thank you.